0: crime welcome everyone to an episode of out of character i'm jupiter and with me is cotton how y'all doing it's been rough usually we record like every other week but we had to postpone last week for recording because somebody decided to live in the south
1: i know right i decided to live here when i was born yeah and 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 we had some weather and we don't like we're not big on it and You're it happened anyway. No, uh, yeah, like the entire state was was cold. mean like it's a week later, 85 degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Those days it was 15. Mm-hmm. So, uh, man, we are we did not do well in the cold. That is not our jam.
0: Nope. And then we had to postpone it again because I was under the weather. So we're like cutting it close because we're recording Sunday, and this releases like Friday. So we are right. really So,
1: <laughs> so we're going to get by on a combination of raw talent and an editor who we will buy lots of coffee for. That's our plan. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just – she's going to lock well, Grave up with, like, you know, uh, uh, you know the recording equipment and, you know, some meth. And he'll,
0: well, he he'll, he'll get it done. he doesn't drink so we'll have to go with the meth. There we go. It'll work. I, I don't feel good about the meth either, but,
1: but – It's got to happen. We have to get this done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so, all right, so I'm ready. I'm hyped.
0: Okay, so we, I I think at the end of our uh, last recording, when we were talking about uh, GM tips, uh, we started talking about heist and crime, and we said that's it. We're just going to do an episode on crime. Indeed. So the reason I I love crime, I it's it's what got me into Shadowrun. The whole idea of you get to be a criminal, and you get to plan crime, and you get to be the bad guy. I love right. That. I love it. I think it's fantastic. It's uh, so not fun. Not that Shadowrun is the only system you could ever do crime in. You can do crime in, in D&D. It's just a little different.
1: I think crime is harder in D&D. I'm not saying possible. But there's just so much that's not suited for it. You know, your, you know, your barbarians are going to have a tough time. Generally. <laughs> I'm not saying, I mean, I, I believe that human creativity can solve all problems uh-huh. in civilization. But, you mm-hmm. know, obviously Rogue is going to be a little easier than that. Um, Combat is, is a much bigger. This is just where the rules are. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, but I mean, it can happen. You you can have it in other systems. I mean,
1: you, you can. not so Is we're here to talk about, I guess, like your settings, ways to think about it, ways to approach it. <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: Either as the GM or as the the player. I think a lot of players, and I mean, and I don't begrudge a player on this. Like, you're not a criminal. You don't know how to do crime. If you're like me, you sit at a desk all day and you fight crime. <laughs> you well yeah, you're you're a, a crime really fighter. Crime. And
1: and I work in the trucking industry so I'm on I do cry. You do <laughs> it's crime. A, it's a shady it's a shady and fun industry. You know. But,
0: <laughs> so I understand when people are like, oh, I don't really know how to plan a heist, but I think a GM has to kind of put the right elements in place for a players to kind of come up with a good plan and then I think players kind of have to know, look, it's not going to go smoothly.
1: Yeah, I think it's a lot harder. I mean, <laughs> I, mean it's, I've, I have GM D and D. I have GM Shadowrun, and I find D and D so much easier because there's so much just there. There's there's charts that say, okay, they can fight this, and there's a lot of numbers, and you can tweak, and you can do whatever in Shadowrun or a high situation. You kind of just have to build the place, and the mm-hmm. challenges are a lot. I mean, you, you can say, well, this is this hard. To, this computer is this hard to hack. This door is this hard to lockpick. But it's a lot more open-ended. I feel. Mm-hmm. I feel like you just sort of like it's it's more of here's a puzzle. I hope to God you guys can kind of figure it out. Yes. You know.
0: Yeah. But but in building that heist, I think I think GM should really like study heist movies, or you know, books, uh, things like that. Because building a good heist is you know you have to give them the you know the big egg to go steal like the the something. Yes, it's got to be enticing. It's got to be kind of cool. It's got to be dangerous, but uh, it's got to be doable. But then you always have to put in the thing, the the things that kind of blow up on the way to kind of make it just add a little more level of difficulty each time.
1: Yes, it can't I, be easy, I right? am. I am Sympatica. We have we have no okay. interesting disagreement. We have solved heist once again. <laughs> Jupiter and Cotton, and the dynamic duo, have solved it all for you. You're welcome. <laughs> you know,
0: I, uh, there are some players that don't like that, though. They want it to go smoothly. They want them to have their plan go flawless. And I'm like, that's so boring.
1: That's unfortunate. <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I wanted this heist to go well. Well, you know.
0: Well,
1: what's, what's the line from Austin Paris? I wanted a solid gold toilet seat, but just not in the cards. Uh, <laughs> I've got, I want to throw out something, though. This is, this mm-hmm. is my heist plan. I've, I've, I've distilled you down Cotton's three rules of heisting. Heist wow. planning, heist games. These are the three. Now, for the rest of this podcast, before anyone stabs me in their own heist crime or whatever, great assault, generally speaking, I'm sure you can find examples of why I'm wrong. These are the big three. I got the
0: them. Big three to these
1: these are to my anyone. big three rules.
0: He's not saying these are just the rules. He is saying iron rules.
1: laws. <laughs>
0: okay. All right.
1: <laughs> with with no exception unless you're mad at me. And then then possibly. <laughs> so what? What? Between the GM and any leader players, like the people who are going to be planning the heist, right? Because someone's going to rise up and say, this is how we should crack the nut, you Mm -hmm.
0: know? Hopefully.
1: Everyone should have something to do. Yes. Ideally, no one should do more than about 40%. No one should do less than 20%. Kind of, sort of. And if that goes, if, if you have a group and you're playing more than once and like, you know, someone gets highlighted, that's cool. Don't highlight them every time. Let it over time shift around. If someone's doing nothing, Especially two games in a row, you're failing. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, That's not good. Two, avoid brittle plans. Do not come up with a plan that has an obvious failure point. Or if it's triggered, it completely screws the group because then you put your GM in a position where they don't want to kill you. You know, mm-hmm. if if you have a situation where one obvious failure, if they if they check your ID and you fail this role, it is GG, game over, go home, everyone's dead. Don't do that plan. Because it forces your GM to then kill you, and you put your th- it's sort of like laying yourself on the train track.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And three, if a plan would work on any heist, don't use it on any of them. Maybe once. <laughs> and all three of these pl- and all three of these are violated by two plans that I hate. The hmm. the, the we're the health inspectors, and we're all going to walk in here with nothing but lab coats. Get on the fifteenth floor of a twenty-five floor building, and if we get caught, we're dead, and only the face gets to do anything. The face by which I mean a character who is specifically the charismatic leader, the guy who is the talker, the deceiver, the liar. And anyone else just shovels in behind them with clipboards. And gas in the ventilation systems. It's boring. <laughs> it has one failure point. Either it works or it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And and no one gets to do anything. It's Those are terrible plans. Do not do them. There I we mean, go.
0: It's a good plan. But that's when the GM gets to throw the wrench in during your good plan. Like, all right, great, you can do that. You can you can walk in as in lab coats, whatever, but then something's gonna happen.
1: I, I just don't see that how that plane survives contact though. If you're busted, if you're on, if you, yeah. go, you you find that one secretary who's not putting up with your, I'm sorry, receptionist. I don't g I have to get ready to get I have to get – I, I saved it. We're good, editor. Thank you. And uh, <laughs> that one receptionist says, I'm not putting up with your, bullsh- your bullshit today. I need to see, to see some real credentials. Or they realize you're liars. Do not tell you and bluff you. And then the police come. I mean, you're just dead in the water. You don't have your armor. You don't have your guns. You don't have your grappling hook. You don't have any of your stuff. You're just in a, an extremely bad position. Mm-hmm. And your GM isn't going to have to let you go mm-hmm. or kill you. It's I mean, maybe you can think of it. Maybe it's just a lack of creativity. On my part, I just know those two plans I have seen repeatedly. I have seen gas in the ventilation system and the inspectors like mm-hmm. five times each, and they're just, and they never lead, they, they never lead or led to fun engagements. Never did. It was always boring. I
0: guess I could, I could see that, but it makes me think so the whole inspector thing, it makes me think of Gardner Museum art heist. Are you familiar with the Gardner Museum? $440 million in art stolen.
1: One second. I'm very familiar. 100%. We, we got the guard.
0: <laughs> thieves dressed as Boston police officers convinced the museum security guard that they were responding to a call. The guard let them in through the security door, and the thieves then handcuffed the guard and the other guard that were on duty and proceeded to steal 13 works of art.
1: And I have a great question for you. How many movies were made about that? None, because it was boring. Because one guy exactly. told one lie. Uh,
0: exactly. And that exactly. was the
1: end of the chapter. But I
0: think, <laughs> I think that whole, like, that's cool, though. Like, they haven't, they haven't, nobody's been tried for this. They got, I mean, nobody's been tried for this.
1: I just think it wasn't a good crime.
0: It's a great say, crime. It is great. Like, I guess maybe maybe some people just want to be, like, that's pretty cool to be able to stroll in and just walk out with $440 million in art. It's because extremely you said you cool. Up. It's, it's ex- awesome. I it's can ex- understand the appeal of going, let's just pretend we're so-and-so, and let's just stroll in and stroll out. Sounds yeah. great.
1: Boring heist.
0: <laughs> it's good, Eleven. That, what? They strode in as gaming auditors. The, the one guy went in as a gaming auditor, and he's the one that tripped a lot. I mean, they went in pretending to be other people. And that ended was a up big face run, race.
1: but that was that a, was a, a group face of run. faces. That was a big face run. No, hold on, hold on. I'll, I'll back hold it up. First of all, okay. the, that was a face run, and there was <laughs> multiple targets with multiple faces, not one guy on point, mm-hmm. the one guy who can talk, and everyone shuffling behind them with clipboards, which is how it always went. It was always the face up front, five guys who were good at different things doing nothing. Maybe uh-huh. the decker did something interesting, but uh-huh. you have a uh, you have everyone else just sitting there shuffling behind the face. Who is the point man, the boss man? I have just I have been on that run again. Not saying you can't be saved, but it is a path that has repeatedly led to badness. I'm just gonna say,
0: no, I that. understand. It is <laughs> all your eggs in one basket, but it's a really super cool basket.
1: I guess <laughs> <laughs> I have never had that basket. Like I've had that heist work. And I've had mm-hmm. that heist fail, and mm-hmm. the worst is the GM. It's never actually failed in a real way, but it was clear that we had failed. Like, the, the heist had clearly failed. It was a situation we were doing the health inspector thing. They busted us. We as players knew we had been busted, but the PC beat us on a roll. So mm-hmm. our play, our characters didn't know we had been busted. That's a fail. Mm-hmm. And the GM just kind of, it was, it, it, it was clear. I'm not saying you should never fudge the GM. That is your discretion. But it was it was such a bad situation that I didn't feel any GM, and that GM definitely didn't pull it off, fudge it in a way that wasn't obvious.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's I, – I, again, I've seen this, I've seen both of these plans mm-hmm. over five times each. Never was it fun. It was never fun. It worked. It didn't work. It was successful. It was unsuccessful. Never mm-hmm. fun. That's the map. The, there we go. We'll, we'll have They're it out just, on that.
0: You want them to come up with – so you want your players to really be creative, make sure everybody has something to do in this crazy plot. Crazy heist, but then the GM has to make sure it gives you a heist that does include something for everyone to do. And then you got to hope your players pick up on what's been placed for everybody to do and assign everybody accordingly in the correct position in order to do said heist,
1: yeah. and if you can't do that, there's a game called check you know checkers or maybe bat games. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes, I want my players to be creative and to have fun ideas. what a what a dick? I am.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, again, we're not all professional criminals. We don't know how to do crime. So I can understand that, especially if you're new to Shadowrun and you're kind of trying to get into this mindset, you maybe don't know how to to approach it. So you revert back to things you know about in history or in movies or TV.
1: Sure. But then you have us as a podcast to help you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> do more it's better. Like- That's our advice.
1: Yes. Do more, better. Like God. That's there you go. That's our new. That's our new bumper sticker. I don't care. Do more, better.
0: That was uh at work. That's my cross-functional team's mission statement. God, do it became better. so less
1: cool when you said that. It's my cross-work <laughs> functional mission statement of positivity and synergistic engagement.
0: Uh, could um, be <laughs> my two members are leaving the company at the end of the week. Who knows?
1: God. All right. That that was my three. Now, okay, we can move on from there. Or do you have anything that you want to lay down in terms of like? This is good and this is bad. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time. No. No, you're fair enough. You're more open ended.
0: I'm very open ended. Yes. Appreciate it. <laughs> I I'm not. I'm gonna let people figure it out for themselves and do what works for them in their group. But I think your rules, your your advice, your tips are valid. I absolutely yes. It's absolutely something to think about. You want to ensure that everybody has something to do. I do understand. Don't go in with a brittle plan. Yes, absolutely. I get that.
1: So do you want to talk about maybe settings of the heist? That's, that's, that's so 50% of the fun.
0: Here is something. And I, and I got inspired. I saw a video, an internet historian video that recently came out. And I was inspired to, for a shadow run. I was like, oh my gosh, I totally want to do this. I want to see what would happen. And the video was about the Costa Concordia, the Italian cruise ship that ran aground. And the captain, like, fled the ship and everything.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, the ship was on it. It listed to its side. It's, like, majority underwater. But there's still some of it sticking above, right off the coast of uh, the small Italian city. And in this video that the Internet Historian did, he talked about the looting that occurred. And I was like, the looting that occurred? People were exiting the ship? No. People got in scuba gear, swam into the boat.
1: Oh my and god. And robbed it. What jewelry, an awesome
0: right? Is that not like casino chips, cash, ATMs, jewelry, the private property of the people because they just left everything in their cabin.
1: That is such an awesome heist idea. Is you, that people out not there, agree? you should listen to this one. This is this is first of all, not only is it is it cool as hell, and you know, there's mm-hmm. the underwater aspect of it. Mm-hmm. You have a time sensitive rush. If the ship is mm-hmm. sinking, authorities are coming in. This just happened. We couldn't have planned it. So like your fixer or whatever gets on the by fixer, I me, mean, again, not, not I'm talking each other room. Whoever your heist team contracts with to get ideas from calls you up and goes, "Oh my God, I got the perfect heist! You know, get get some stuff together. We're house seventeen a. There's some scuba gear, and get in there and get this thing. And here's a, a specific thing I want you to get, or you know, just have a bunch of rooms full of cash. And you could have the ship sinking, yeah. and the, the let let the players greed, hang them. You know they can they can go for more of that money. Each room has some level of something. There's a casino to hit. There's the mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. You could have anything. You could have uh, the, the the casino, retail shopping, the, the retail the, shopping yeah. areas, personal rooms. Mm-hmm. There is when I was on a cruise. There was like like a motorcycle or something in in like the magician's kit. Don't need to want to steal a motorcycle in that situation. Probably can't get it out. But there's all kinds of things you could have. People's you know some captain vaults thing. Whatever. Different <laughs> places to go to. While the Mm -hmm. ship is increasingly becoming more dangerous, Mm -hmm. possibly breaking apart, areas becoming impassable as the ship begins to structurally fail. Ooh, that is a good one.
0: It is a good one. I mean, in this case, I think the captain might call some friends and go, I need you guys to get the black box. And then Ooh, the team. that team <laughs> because that, that was that, all the evidence against this man.
1: <laughs> and I, and I'll say a quick aside, just a second. I love side I love side stuff. I love having a mm-hmm. heist with a main goal. But then while you're there, there's mm-hmm. this other side objective where you guys are just crushing it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe if you're a little greedy and have a little bit more greed than sense, you can head this way for the money. So you're going for that black box. The captain is desperate. He's contacted some friends who have some friends who know some people who know some people who rob some people. The mm-hmm. players mm-hmm. and while you're there you are aware of a, that there's a casino full of cash mm-hmm. on the other end of the ship oh yep. man this is this is good this actually segues oh, with an idea I that mean, i've
0: Wait, wait wait. there's more because if you have a table of white hats oh my gosh they can be oh no they're stealing but then they hear you know they realize oh. that they people trapped. they've got to save them now so now your white hats have something to do
1: and you know what you know what makes that awesome is mm-hmm. your players probably will have difficulty communicating in a scuba situation. You can have parts of the ship with pockets of air mm-hmm. and parts of the ship where they are have to, they have to use their scuba equipment. And in those parts, mm-hmm. they cannot reliably communicate unless they're particularly creative. I, I have I do scuba dive. And mm-hmm. communicating underwater is quite difficult. There's a few D&I. basic hand signals. And, uh, you know, D&I. yeah.
0: You DNI. Uh,
1: yeah, funny thing about saltwater.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it's yeah. It's, oh, but then the awakened sea creatures that you can have come at these people too.
1: If your heist has magical bullshit, then yes. If your heist is magical, hey. then your then magic solves <laughs> all. But like you could, yeah, you can go out and you can buy things that are wireless yeah. transmission technology, mm-hmm. so you have a heads up display in your yeah. in your scuba mask, and they cost they ain't they ain't cheap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. several thousand dollars, and maybe our players spring for it, and mm-hmm. maybe they don't. Like who needs yeah. the who needs I the Supreme Deluxe fun. holy shit version? Yeah. Well,
0: but I think it would be a fun heist. I think it's a great one shot. I
1: I think that is a a spectacular, like grade A plus one. It, it, it actually reminds me of the idea I wish I could run. My own what? idea. Hurricane, a, a a Hurricane Katrina based heist. I'm near yeah. New Orleans, right. and you only have the occasional situation where an entire city is completely shut down and evacuated and like I remember watching it, and it was a terrible event, And but chaos ruled. There, there was zero law and order. Com- society had completely <laughs> broken down in a major American city. And imagine if there was an awesome heist in New Orleans, Louisiana, a very romantic and cool town. You should go if you haven't been, by the way. That's to all our listeners, as well as Jupiter. New Orleans, <laughs> cool city. But this would be the one opportunity. So, so you have some guy who, again, contact your contact. Who knows some people, who knows some people, who robbed some people. And he's had this idea. Maybe he's the inside man, and every day he's gone to work and he's seen the thing. Because, man, I would just <laughs> it would just be so easy. And then holy crap, it's happened. There's a cataclysmic event, and this is it. Get you and the stuff together. And so now you're dealing with anyone who's there who are potential witnesses. And if you're a bunch of white hats, that, that's a sticky situation. Mm-hmm. You have still have some remnants of police, possibly National Guard, and you have, you know, a hurricane. You know, it's hard to concentrate when a cow is hitting you in the head. Uh, you know, at Mach one or something. So, there
0: a lot of flying cows during Katrina. Uh,
1: a little bit, yeah. It was pretty bad. Wow. Like cool. you should, if if, if I, I would love to see a high store that opened up with the National Weather Service warning. You, again, I I I, yeah. I I implore all readers to Google the Hurricane Katrina National Weather Service warning. It is. Straight out of a fiction writing. It is. It is. It's like cattle will be killed, buildings will be destroyed, uh, reinforced <laughs> concrete will fail, half the city will be without water and power. Like it was just this. Like the world will wow. end. You would never think it was just dry government. Great messy.
0: way to open a game, though.
1: Yeah, you, yeah, Go look it up. It is. It is terrifying. Yeah. So yeah, I I love heights like that. I love time pressure too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. yeah. There's a yeah. window and you have to hit it or else it's it's, it's that's it. Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'm jonesing for that. We need you need to right? read it. I went,
0: Oh my gosh, this sounds like a great one shot, but you'd have to like, you'd have to let them know, look, there's an element of being underwater. Everybody takes swim. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I mean, you could, <laughs> however you, you, well, you set it up, you set it up, you have, a, yeah. you have a different mission before that, where it's mm-hmm. not that big, where the swimming is not that big of a deal, mm-hmm. but you have them get trained in swimming and you're like, add basic swim. And if you want, you can have swimming lessons with this guy to buff it up. And no one will but that one guy who's into it. And then, and then he'll be like, aha! <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was just some silly RB bullshit. Look at you now, you punk, paddling punk. You know?
0: Yeah. I, I. You could You could set, if you have a regular table, yeah, you could set them up for this run. But if you're running just a one-shot, you're going to have to give them the info oh, yeah. up front you gotta you gotta let them build a character that's gonna be able to do it otherwise you're gonna have people going uh i can't do this run okay okay yeah you know that's fine <laughs> we'll just do something
1: else some other settings in your in, in the mm-hmm. popular canon i've got this in a couple categories things i would call fantastic or theme parks your casinos the uh saudi arabian palace a cruise ship which you just mentioned a minute ago that was on my list and you I didn't mm-hmm. think it was the sinking cruise ship. My God, um, <laughs> I wrote down you have fortresses, which I think of as like your police station would be a low-level one. Let's say uh, Fort Knox, a prison like Angola or ADX in Colorado, Area 51. You've got your old-school vaults, like in a uh-huh. bank. You could have a corporate one, like the Coca-Cola recipe or your old Swiss banks. Historical stuff, museums, the Vatican archives. Old-fashioned rich people's mansions, or remote like hunting lodge, and then planes, trains, automobiles, armored cars, and blimp. I, I want a blimp heist, by the way. But you know,
0: you want a blimp heist?
1: Yeah, like <laughs> like blimps are so adorable. You kind of feel bad, you know. <laughs> it's this giant floating balloon, but there's only like one little car, so it's it's kind of a limited thing, I think.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, yeah. that was my list of sitting ideas. I think setting
0: ideas. You know, but what about you, items to steal?
1: Items to steal. Uh, okay, so I think every item should have some complication or at the very least be cool as hell. Like, don't ever just steal cash.
0: Yeah, that's boring.
1: That's boring. Gold. Gold is romantic. Gold is cool. Gold heavy. So, it is heavy. I love bulk. I love I love <laughs> things that are a pain in the ass. I do. I want it to be heavy and uh, and just this – you, you want to have, like – that's when your, your strong character finally gets to shine is they have to haul – you know, mm-hmm. you know, a hundred and fifty-pound pack of gold out, you know, or bag it at a time. I love that aspect of things.
0: See something I th- for my barbarian to do.
1: Yeah, so you want to have something that's t- <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something to do. I think you should have stuff like gold. I think uh, don't don't steal like jewelry or diamonds from a diamond. Steal the Hope Diamond, you know, or or some other special specific thing. You know, or, or if you're going to steal something cool, you know, make it like, you know, like I went to, um, the British Museum in in London, and it was like, there was the Rosetta Stone. Wouldn't that be badass? Mm-hmm. Imagine some rich asshole who wants to have the Rosetta Stone in his house, <laughs> and he hired you to get it. That is awesome. So there has to be a complication. I like I like time pro- sensitive things. Imagine mm-hmm. if you have players stealing a weaponized virus from the CDC but it's in a it's in this like capsule container thing about the size of a uh, a large cooler and it's powered. But when it runs out of energy, the temperature will rise and this virus will become active and contagious. Or let's say it will fail and be destroyed. It will, not, it will no longer be preserved. It could mm. be something like an explosive, like nitroglycerin. Like if it's cold, it's very happy. When it hits room temperature, it's a lot less happy. <laughs> uh, you know, or something along those lines where the players have to go. By the way, if you have a character who, let's say, focuses like in Shadowrun, you have driver, you have like a, a rigor, and they can spec their character out for driving. I noticed a lot of Shadowrun missions characters would show up, and they were super spec'd out in driving. They had the fast car, they had the ability, and it never really got used because if you made your mission based around a character who drive who, who drives, and there is no one who does that, that's kind of bad. It's kind of the end of the road, so people didn't put it in. But I encourage people to do so. Let let those guys have their moment. Let the escape guy not just get in the car and evade police. That was what it often amounted to. But imagine if it was you have to get across town in rush hour traffic driving like a madman and not wrecking the car. And every, you know, every minute that little that little timer, a little green bar, ticks down one notch. And, and after, you know, five, four, three, two, one, 0, mission fail. So you gotta go. Mm-hmm. That, that would be a cool thing. That would allow that player, by the way, who, again, I've often seen riggers who were the fast car driver underutilized. That's the way to bring them in. That's, that's their time to shine. Mm-hmm. So what, what, what do you think? What are some ideas? What do you think about so, these loops? I,
0: I've done this before. I like to let the players hang themselves. Let them, let them decide what they want to do. So I've done, this, I've, I've done this before where it's, hey, the team has been hired to steal this one thing. And the team finds out, all right, it's at the dock. It's in this one container. We can get in and get the item out of this container. And that's what they plan to do. But then when they get inside the container, what I like to do is add other things in the container because it's a big container. It can carry more than one thing. And what I do is I look at the player's character sheets and I look at their knowledges and I find those weird little knowledges that they put in. And I put items that relate to those knowledges so they can roll those knowledges and find out that the, there's more loot to be had.
1: Ooh
0: they don't have to take it though. They can just do the one thing they were hired to do. But most most times they're gonna get greedy and they're gonna go, we gotta take the whole damn container, and they find a way to get it on a truck and get it out. And it's great, but then they don't know who they stole from. <laughs> <laughs> and now I've got a bunch of hooks on them.
1: Oh <laughs> man, that's that's just mean. <laughs>
0: Oh, no, it's great because and I think the the last time I did this, the the players, you know, they they saw it like, wow, this is worth a lot of money. Yep, it is. That was, that is a this difference. is a lot of money. Like, yeah, it is. Like where are you gonna fence it? Where can you go to fence this stuff? Where
1: I love that aspect, by the way. I, I didn't yeah. know if we should. That's the thing you don't have to do if you're a GM, but you can. You can make things that are really cool that they have an inside track on. It wasn't specifically like a, a, a heist to order. And how do you move it? Like if you go out yeah. and you steal, you, you know, you get a line on bags and bags and bags of meth, you know, <laughs> because we bought a bunch. It turns out our sound editor didn't want it. Uh, <laughs> you, have a, you have a line on it. Let's so you, you go get it. Great. Right. You have. You know, $100,000 worth of meth. Well, I don't know about most of you, but I don't know what to do with that. You know, like, I don't know what the plan is. So you would have to contract yourself with some rather shady people. And in a narrative sense, you have that long running game. uh, You know, the same people you're playing with. That can bite you in the ass if you have to do business with someone who is, uh, you know, the kind of guy who sells a lot of meth.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: They can be very dangerous people.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, because sometimes it's not always good to just because there's other loot there to steal doesn't mean you should steal it. But if you do, you've now opened up a door for the GM to put in a plot hook, put in another complication, you know, like oh, great, you have this, what are you going to do now? Oh, I'm going to get a contact and we're going to go sell it. Great. Now you're going to deal with people you've never dealt before, you've dealt with before, and now you've got to somehow have to negotiate a meth deal. Good luck. Exactly. And and I love
1: I love that. <laughs> And I also love non-monetary rewards. So on one hand, mm-hmm. you could have a situation where you have the players can have option A or B. Mm-hmm. And let's say drug dealer A in our meth situation. Mm-hmm. Again, this is this is very universal. But drug dealer A is going to pay you a good amount of money, and that's cool. And then drug dealer B is uh, the new psycho on the block who's trying to make a name for himself. And he'll give you more for it. He's more aggressive. But he might be a bigger liability to, you know, especially if you let him know where you operate out of if that's a part of your game or the who who may give you those kinds of missions so guy a might give you if he's a contact maybe he provides he's in contact with you he knows you do this type of activity he would give you some heist missions maybe he puts you against guy b maybe guy b is so angry you went with guy a or vice versa mm-hmm. they come after you if that's a part of your game mm-hmm. or they send you after the other one mm-hmm. so that's these are all things to consider and and weren't as much of the shadow run that I played on the hub, which was you know episodic mm-hmm. or, or in you know individual things, but as a narrative, they're cool ways to mess with your players and I love your use of greed. You know, oh greed. Gr- greed greed should just be just like you use like a crowbar just to you know, split the party, cause them to make bad decisions. <laughs> you know it should every I every decision
0: party. The party voluntarily splits itself. God, you're <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: you and me are so different. You're you're very content to screw the players over and then never know it was you. And I, <laughs> I want them to know it was me. <laughs> Have
0: you ever felt screwed over as a player in a game that I've run?
1: What a what a dangerous question to ask you uh, your player over? the night before he plays with yeah. you.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Have you ever felt screwed over?
1: I felt a little like on, on the on the ship thing where like I swung in and you're like, hey, you can do this cool thing where you swing on the ship and cut the rope. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's cool, thanks, Jim. I'm gonna do a cool thing. And it's like, yeah, now you stole the boat and everyone hates you. Shit. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense, but <laughs> it was your idea. <laughs> it was your idea.
0: You wanted to. That- well you want I was like hey you could do this you could you could steal the ship. That's great you can.
1: Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I thought don't.
0: you'd go, wait a minute though. If, <laughs> I thought you I wanted were about my... to think through it. I wanted you to think the ship <laughs> is on lockdown. It's been impounded. You're gonna cut it loose and sail away. But I thought I'll you were my friend. i let you do friend. it. Let, I am your friend. I let you do that super cool thing, by the way. That no one seemed to it. appreciate. Yeah, no.
1: <laughs> no. Like, everyone got so mad. I stole the boat and caused us to be criminals in the port where we did not wish to be known as criminals.
0: As pirates. <laughs> as <I guess>. pirates. <laughs> so I've I'm, never stood you over. I want you. I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> I thought it was really cool. I'm sorry that the rest of the crew didn't. Yeah, yeah they, they just have no mean, sense you know, of humor. The martial law of the doc was also unhappy. I don't yeah, control they, them. So they have some their own people policies. just
1: some people just can't take a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but it was baller though, wasn't it? Anyway. it was. That's
0: pretty great. Yeah.
1: Oh man.
0: But crime I, is great. I love crime. Um,
1: yeah, so, crime is so great. It's illegal and people still do it. Like that's, I like you know like if they made it illegal you know to to if it made it illegal to play in DD, and I would stop but crime is so great it's legal, and people still do it
0: <laughs> i i love watching documentaries about crime i love seeing how the audacity of what people think they can get away with I, and i'm i'm proud of them like you got a lot of confidence and gumption go for it and then i like to see what they did what stupid thing Did they do or say that got them caught? It's usually some kind of hubris or greed.
1: It's usually, I mean, this is boring. It's usually they tell their girlfriend at the time (sighs) who then they break up with and is vindictive. (laughs) That is such a, that is the, the most common one is telling people things you should not tell them. And then they get mad they didn't get their cut or something and they blackmail the person or put them in jail. The other one is buying a lot of stupid shit. (laughs)
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Oh
1: and that, those that aren't easily epic? replicable in Shadowrun. But or any yeah. other heist game, you know, like mm-hmm. your character stupidly tells the <laughs> the character, the other the NPC that they're, you know, with tonight, like, hey, you know what's yeah. cool theft here from the idea. Don't tell the police, winky <laughs> face. You know?
0: But if you give them a big payday, like if you give your team in Shadowrun like a fifty thousand dollar payday, and all of a sudden they go and spend it, like real quick on new gear and stuff you can have npcs people that contacts they know go hey you know especially if they have dependents like hey where'd you get Dep- the money for that
1: i like the i mean uh, d- definitely different <laughs> dependence and that could be yeah. an interesting thing although I, on one hand i feel bad for people who take that again this is in shadow running because dependence mm-hmm. is a like that's one of those what's it called uh the native native ne- traits native qualities Yes, a native yeah. That's one of those negative qualities where you earn every bit of that karma Mm -hmm. at at, at Jared or Jenny. It's already terrible. (laughs) It's already a pain in the ass. It's only taken by people who want to do some role play and have that aspect to flesh out their character. And then you hit them again with the, you blab about the crime to them and they bust you out. That's, that's a rough, I would personally not want to like, I I want to like cultivate and grow that person's decisions. Uh And but the the other aspect I actually agree with a lot more and like a lot more, which is their own content. I think because everyone plays their character as this sort of I don't want to say soulless, but no one goes out and says, "Oh, I take my twenty-five thousand Nuyen and uh, go on a bender of whiskey and cocaine." You know, no one ever actually says that. They go out and they buy more gear to do more crime. But if their contacts see that, or their contacts' underlings see that, where can you get around that these people have really cool gear that might also be worth stealing? Or these people may have been involved, in that you know, you know, heist A happened, and then yeah. these people who do heist suddenly had a hundred thousand dollars worth of, you know, computer bullshit. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the Decker got that new, you know, he, he's got that new Macintosh. He got the new G5. Whatever. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't
0: know I mean, look at is. uh again. I I love drawing inspiration from movies and and books and stuff. But look at Goodfellas, after the, the uh Lufthansa heist. Yep. And, and they, they all Sam went. Sam Jackson and started, spent their money. <laughs> Don't spend your money. Bought a car. No, my my mother gave it to us as a wedding gift. Bought a fur coat. Like what are you? Jimmy was going nuts. Why are you people do not spend your money. We just did a heist. Don't spend money. You draw attention to yourself. Don't spend. Money. If your team goes and spends their money, you can have the, the J that hired them come after them then. You're drawing you attention to yourself. If the J finds out okay. you're spending money, he's now going to put you on a list because he could, he could, it could come back to him.
1: Exactly, you could that that could be a real thing. Again, that's that's a pretty advanced, you know, level thing, yes. and you you tell your players with, you gotta, through that. A of,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're right at a table that you've been together for a while,
1: yeah, right. You know, but this, it's a very interesting thing. I, I think <laughs> there were more mechanics for I guess being stupid. Like there should be, there should be a disadvantage worth a lot of karma or some other type of what, whatever character you're playing in whatever gaming system where <laughs> you're just an idiot who, or, or you're, you're you War have Dark? that opulent lifestyle Jenkins? You, the what yeah well not, no yeah. not that form of idiot <laughs> oh, but okay. the form of, of spends their money like oh, you okay. have to spend uh you know like you get a ton a ton an ungodly amount of maybe you get like bonus karma per heist or per but you spend this money and maybe you get karma for it in some conversionary system but the cost is you spend your money and it's obvious and you draw attention to yourself that's bad and this would be a fun you know point of purchase for the gm to introduce complications to that character's life so i
0: I actually had a character that got a big payday and Oz was running this game (laughs) she got a big payday it was like all of her money all the money she had she had to, They had to do, the next job had to be a meet at a coffee place, the cafe bean. And these people treated her rudely, and she did not like to be treated rudely. And it found out it was a members-only kind of an establishment. She was like, how much does it cost to be a member? And they told her, and she gave over pretty much every Nuyen she had so she could be a member. <laughs> <laughs> there was no re- Like, every, every bit of money. Bam. Here, take it. I want to be a member. It was a big, big spend. And I think the other players are like, what the hell are you doing? I'm like, I have to be a member of this place. I have to. It's snobby and rude and awful, and that's my character.
1: And I'm snobby and and awful, and I want to be (laughs) snobby, rude. You seem snobby, rude, and awful. I wish to also be snobby.
0: Exactly. Wait, you get to treat people this way? I love treating people this way. Please let me in. (laughs) <laughs> that was it. So I spent. It was a big amount, a huge amount of money. I think it was like fifty thousand New Yuan. I spent something like that. It was huge. What kind of ho- coffee? Huge. This, this, this coffee must have been Oh, absurd. it was like you know the coffee beans, you know, shat out of the Jaguar, collected by hand, brewed with the tears of orphans.
1: It's pronounced Jaguar.
0: Oh well. It At least this coffee anyway. Coming. That kind of that, if that kind of coffee, like it was that kind of pretentious. Coffee, and it was like it was the best. It was the best, and I loved it. And I, I, I thank, I thank, uh, the GM Oz for putting that in there. And I, I just, I don't think he knew, realized I was going to chomp on that. But if a Jay found out that I just dropped that kind of money belonging to an upscale coffee members only coffee house, I probably should have been killed. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? How do you have this money to be a member? Like it automatically should have raised eyebrows.
1: Yeah, and yeah, when when, and when they kill your character off, they plant like one coffee bean. Yeah, <laughs> like, <I'm... laughs> hey, I
0: Randy. was willing to take the risk. I I would have died. I would die for my membership.
1: <laughs> All right, so I have, I have a question. Here's another issue I wanted to bring up. I thought about what about, and this can really help out your party, or if you're especially if it's a if as a consistent group or even on a one shot, really. And that is NPC help. So you want to steal the Rosetta Stone, okay? So maybe you don't have someone who has a Chinook Well, that's a boring part of the plan. So you just have the players do the rigging and blow a hole in the roof. And then Bob, your faithful Chinook helicopter pilot, you know, lets the cables down. They hook it up and, you know, Bob's your uncle, off you go.
0: I don't have a problem with NPC help, but it's going to, it can't just come at, it can't just be free help. It's got to have a cost. Okay. You know, Bob's gonna see that. Hey, you guys are making money. I should get money. I mean, unless they're gonna threaten Bob's life, but now Bob's gonna have to be killed because Bob's probably gonna go tell the police.
1: I got you. I, I like it because it opens up. Because I was thinking mm-hmm. about a Rosetta Stone type of heist thing. Like, well, that's no one's gonna want to be the guy who's just you know chilling at the airport with the Chinook gassed up, ready to go. You know, and that, that that's the kind of thing where most of the cool bit is everything else. And then, you know, the, the, the final thing is the helicopter comes in and then pulls you off. And then and at, at that point, it's more or less of a foregone conclusion that that part's, you know, happening, you know. But for, for just as an idea, I think, as an, in my head, it's a cool idea for GMs to have where there's, a, where, there's a, where, where there's a role that needs to be done, but it would be super boring to do it. You can have an NPC do it, or you know, or, or even it could be offered as a cost. Mm-hmm. Uh, it reminds me of Payday, the video game. I paid A2 the highest. Or you could pay extra bits of money, and that money was just gone, whether you succeeded or not. To uh, you know, to have somebody, you know, like have a bus that drove through the wall, or who provided some inside help. You, know, you, you could pay money to make the mission a little easier. Yeah. So again, that's, now, that's, that's an idea. My with NPC you know, help as long it
0: as it comes at some kind of cost, not yeah. necessarily monetary, but it has to come at a cost. It can't just be Bob's more than happy to help you commit crime. He could be no. he could be a
1: part of it. He could be like, you know, like your <laughs> fixer, your fixer are is hiring people to do the thing and he knows a guy mm-hmm. that's you know, and he's paying him separately. And yeah. maybe that's part of the heist money could or be. whatever. But it could be you, you
0: have to get it here and I have somebody else hired ready to go to take it away. Right. You yeah. so gotta get it hooked up, he'll get it out. Don't worry about I, it.
1: I've been on those missions where it was like when mm-hmm. you, you need someone to drive up to to drive a truck, and it, but that was it. Like the heist was effectively over. And that was that was sort of like a, just a a boring detail. So if you have that boring detail, or yeah. if you have a way to help your players, you can charge them for the NPC help for mm-hmm. some little hints and tricks and you know stuff being planted on site, or some heavy equipment being in the right place at the right time. Whatever you can offer that offer that to your players. And if they're greedy, they won't take it, which is great because it's their fault. If but their you know, fault. but if it's a their boring choice. thing, if if it's just driving the truck from the the safe house to the dock or whatever, that can be hand waved. You know, and with mm-hmm. with some. And that character can also be brought in as other things, because in my experience, mm-hmm. this happened in our podcast that we were on. We had uh, what was it was it chopper, the guy who was the yeah the guy who, yeah the guy who was at the uh, the the junkyard. When you have an NPC who kind of does some hand wavy you know upkeepy things, the players trust that person. This isn't a fixer. This isn't some guy who's you know part of the you know they're not, they're not in the life. They're just kind of adjacent. They're just kind mm-hmm. of there. And that's a character that players will often open up to, have conversations with. And then you can do things that you wouldn't normally do in, say, D&D, where that character has a problem. Maybe they're threatened. Maybe they have an issue. Maybe their family is in trouble. And they can require your aid. And then you provide it, or you don't, or you have some type of mission or or, or, or game session that's very different than your normal, you know, knocking over a bank type of deal.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah. ideas. Yeah. I think I, th- I think it's a good it's a good use of an NPC if it if it garners something, good RP is always good uh, if it provides future hooks that's great. I worry that if you know if if <laughs> I worry about the table that's full of paranoid players and they start to think we're gonna have to just kill this NPC he knows too much. Whoa 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 doesn't have to escalate that high but okay. Like, <laughs> that's
1: that's the pl- the what I mean like, that that can happen from her. a GM if 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 you're a GM and you screw your players over
0: uh-huh. you know
1: one too many times and sometimes uh-huh. that's once yeah they'll be paranoid as hell and, yeah. and, and or, or, or maybe like you know someone did that to them and then they showed up to the new game and they yeah. thought it's just you know it's just a, you know, they have PTSD and just don't know it uh-huh. <laughs> so they're hyper paranoid yep. but that's that's sort of a different issue uh-huh. you know you know, give them some nice missions where you don't do that. Maybe buy them uh, a hamster. I heard they're very... very, very (laughs) Well, your table will go
0: one way or the other. Either they'll totally reject the NPC or they'll adopt the NPC. And it's like...
1: it's Wait, What? that's great. Oh, man, they like this character and wish to be more invested in my world. Uh, Roll eyes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, like... uh, I, I say that, too, about the NPCs that are kind of just the like a tertiary NPC. They were just there to give some information, but for some reason, the group just totally gravitated towards them and want them there all the time. And it's like, I didn't build them to be there all the time, but okay, we'll manage that.
1: I love those. I yeah. love those. I love times that not that yeah. players have found some random NPC, which feels like NPC 25 out of 34. And they're just like, like this one, uh-huh. why? Why, but why, why this one though? Why you can ask them.
0: Yeah. And then the other ones who were actually more helpful, they're like, no, I hate them. Like, okay. I can't figure you guys out at all. You guys are insane. Oh yeah, well, <laughs> players are crazy. That, that's, players that's, are crazy. Yeah,
1: I don't you never know what they're going to do. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, great, I, though. I don't really need to go into that mind. <laughs>
0: I do want to talk about another side of the crime. And we talked about this on the Burning Edge podcast. We did a discussion episode about law enforcement in the prison system. And I think it's an aspect of the game that isn't explored. That other side of crime. What do you do when you get caught, or or the actual, like you mentioned earlier, a setting of having to bust into a prison? I don't think that's done. I haven't seen it done.
1: It often. I, I have. I have seen it done. Yeah. And I've been a like the way it was done. So this player was busted, mm-hmm. and the way that this was handled was it was a new heist. This was on the hub. It was an episode. It was a it was a, a whole new crew, mostly mm-hmm. of people who busted that person out of jail or at least they, they were being transported it was a it was a jail transport a police convoy with like armored paddy wagon and we had to bust this person out of jail and and even then we su- even though we pulled it off there were some steep consequences you have struck out against the state you're essentially
0: <laughs> yeah and that you're a terrorist. yeah
1: is is burned to a crisp i mean they're free and that's about it you know they yeah. are a, they are hot they are nuclear radioactive hot as are everyone who would in a heist and has any connection to anything. So that, you know, that's, that's a hell of a thing. Once they're in jail, you can do that heist. And I would love to have a heist of either a prison or even maybe a series of prisons to break out a group of people, mm-hmm. be they PCs or not. It almost feels like it's kind of a weird thing because if you do that and you're breaking this person out of jail, then what is that player doing? Well, then they made a new character, presumably, or well, they just didn't get to play. You know, you, you know, you just stay over there in the corner while we see if you live or die or not, or if we mm-hmm. break you out of jail or not, or if we all go to jail. I feel like one way to deal with it is just that character is burnt. they're dead. Time for a new mm-hmm. character. It happens. Hmm. What do you? Where are you at on that?
0: So, number one, my take on prisons in the future was they were all going to be private, privately for-profit corporation. Situations. They weren't going to be run by states or governments. They were going to be run by corps for profit because I think that's more dystopian. So they wouldn't be terrorists against the state. They would just be terrorists against a corp. The other thing was, it wasn't so much breaking out a prisoner, more of like, you know, prison A company doesn't like the new upstart prison B company and wants them to fail horribly. Get in there and make them fail. Corporate espionage. Let's see. That's what I wanted. That's the kind of stuff like how could, how would you bring down a prison? Do you incite a riot? Do you bring in HMHVV and, and cause an outbreak? Do you Ooh, poison? Man, that's, there's a, there's, you, a,
1: there's <laughs> an escalation.
0: What? <But, laughs> I mean, they, was, they were just things I came up with. If I was running a prison and I wanted my competitor to go down, well,
1: that jailbreak, would be nice. you know, bioterrorism, you know.
0: To I mean, the prison's not gonna fare well if all of a sudden there's a giant outbreak, you know, <sighs> and people are eating people.
1: It's but gonna do you look feel, bad. Would that be your standard? Like, I'm really curious. Like, like, so we're we're in a heist game, and you're the GM, and I get busted. So mm-hmm. is it, is it is it the first time? Is there kind of like an understanding? Like, I, I'm allowed to get busted out once, or is it like this is a one time deal? Ever is this like? Wouldn't you kill? Is the character only dead when they are? You know, bleeding out in the street, kind of thing.
0: don't have to be busted out. Why can't they just, you know, get out on parole?
1: Well, sure. Okay, sure. They they did because. And well, then they I guess have not they're the doing real crime Yeah. What? Yeah, how how fun is this, How fun is the heist where you get put out on parole? Like, you know, you, you tried to steal the Hope Diamond, so like, you need to you need to work on your life a bit, there, buddy. Like, uh-huh. you go to jail it's forever.
0: Just, I think it's just I'm I'm saying I I know on one podcast there was a character it was. The one that Bam's played Leroy in. Cannot remember the name of it.
1: Just think really hard.
0: I want to say complex action, but I know that's not it. Maybe it is. Oh.
1: What, did, what did the character do?
0: The, 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 I just remember this one character they had a negative quad. They were out on parole and they had to go see their parole officer all the time. And, and I thought, that's interesting. Like, we're dealing with the criminal element and they actually are on parole and they, you know, have to hide that they're doing crime from their parole officer. I was like, that's, it seems so natural, but it's something that I don't see. It was, thank you, Psychotron. It was complex action. My brain is not fully Putinized. It's just an element of the society that you would think Shadowrun is. It's an element of the society that we don't see often in gameplay. Nobody explores the whole, you've Bound to have been caught at some point, or you know somebody that's been caught. You're gonna be out on parole. You're you're on parole, and I just like that aspect. Or you know, you get busted. It doesn't like the HR the HRT team doesn't have to gun you down. They can arrest you. You go to jail. Great. The group can time, especially if a player's gonna be gone for a while. Great. Let them be in jail. Come back. They're out on parole. Awesome.
1: I guess I just feel like most of these heists are not parole kind of. Like you, you get on parole for like you know assault. You know, They're you can't. Fine. If They're you different. get a DUI your first time, it's like, okay, you know what, that was a my bad. Nobody like goes out, has an awesome night of partying, and then you know steals, you know, the Maltese Falcon or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. you go to jail. Like, like real, like big people jail. Well, maybe like, not
0: re- like maybe not um, heist related. I'm just saying it's an aspect of the crime that we don't see. Exp- it's the other side of crime that we don't see explored. We don't see the repercussions. Nobody ever wants to look at the repercussions, the consequences of crime. They just want to keep doing the crime. And I, I yeah. love that. that's great. I want you to keep doing crime too. But it's like, why don't we ever explore that aspect of it?
1: I think I think it would be explored. I think that's a different question though than mm-hmm. character. Like mechanically, what do you do if the characters fail? Versus, should we uh, narratively explore? The prison system, especially private prisons, especially the American prison system, mm-hmm. which is, you know, terrible. Terrible. And, I mean, and that, that's a that's a heavy thing. I mean, like, you know, I'll admit I get into run and other role-playing games for some, for, you know, escapism. I like escapism. And the drudgery. I mean, I'm in Mississippi where our prisons make the news.
0: Uh-huh. You know? <laughs> like, it's yeah. sad.
1: No, I guess I don't no, want to hey. see, like, how morose it is. That's, well, that's a that's terrible them- thing.
0: Don't listen to the Burning Edge episode, then, because apparently I brought everybody else down with how dark I went with if I ran a prison, this is what I would do. So don't listen. <laughs> Jesus.
1: It first, really first I like got out my, my heels and writing crop. Like, what the hell did you do?
0: I had some, I had some terrible, terrible ideas on how I would
1: I do it. I loved things. Prison Architect. My prisoners were happy. It's like it's a video game. It's like, and like I, they were all well fed. They had TVs in their little cells, and we all just get along just wow, fine here out on the farm. Amazing. You know,
0: It's mine <laughs> working go. on a line producing widgets. Yeah.
1: You should you at- should one hundred percent come down here and visit Angola Penitentiary. It is I'm like the wondering. world's largest prison. They have a rodeo. I have a, I have a I have a I have a wallet made of ostrich leather, handmade by a guy at Angola. And it costs like nothing. And he sold it to me through a chain link fence. Like they have them cordoned off. It is the most, if you want some dystopian, like, hmm, this is fucked yeah. up. Like, oh. I, I want to bring Boz there just so he would be like aghast. And I would just. <laughs> <hear him.
0: laughs> no, it's, it is. It's awful. I just, I, I painted a very dark picture and it bummed everybody out. So don't listen to the episode then if you're going to get bummed out about how dystopian I can have our future prison system be. But anyway, I digress. Heist. Yeah. What else do we want to talk about with heists?
1: Well, you know, again, like things like prisons are a cool place to have heists. Places like yeah. your Fort Knox's Mission Impossible. The first one was, uh, I want to say it was Fort Knox. You know, and that's know. cool. Those places. You were what?
0: It was Tom Cruise. I didn't watch it. So
1: Do not get distracted by this statement. Come on, Cotton. <laughs> Maintain. Maintain.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jingly Keys. Jingly Keys. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, There are some great, like, high-profile, high-security places. That you can you you can play in your heist, you can have your team, but I think your team's all. I think a lot of people in Shadowrun expect that whole, gotta break into the Double A Corp and steal the Mcuffin. Yeah. Give me well, something well, better. Give me something different. Give me a different location. Give we've talked fun.
1: We huh? I, I've got one. So like there are a few things which are heist in my opinion, heist movies, kind of, but not in the way you would think. Black Hawk Down. That's a that's that's kind of a heist movie. There are a couple of US soldiers trapped way behind enemy lines in a gigantic sprawl of enemies. Mm-hmm. And a group of people have to go in, get them, and get the hell out of Dodge. And this an is so this is a a it's an extraction. This is a mm-hmm. shut run mission if your team is not the Ocean's Eleven type. You know, mm-hmm. if you're if you're if you're the guy listening to this podcast and you you love playing the Street Sam, the badass, you know, you gravitate toward anything that says crime cannon on it. You know, and you want the minigun, and you're like, oh, talk to the innocent casino, and we all talk. No, this is for you. This is a heist. You have to mm-hmm. go in, and there may be uh, warlords, and yeah, they can be talked to, and there's digital countermeasures, which can be hacked. And if you have a, a game mechanic where magic is an aspect, always useful, but sometimes you need to shoot a lot of people dead, because dead people are a lot less uh, difficult to deal with. You can step <laughs> over me easier. So this is that, Black Hawk Down, or, or something like uh, Dread, or The Raid where there's a gigantic you know, like tower or, or, or construction type of deal where there's a bunch of baddies and a MacGuffin mm-hmm. is on the 50th or X-whatever floor and you have to go up and fight through absolute hell. And again, you can have points in areas where the other players, those less combat-oriented players, can have uh, the ability to interact. But if you're trying to get your street, Sam, your badass, the muscle guy involved, those types of things are, are ways to get them pulled in. Black Hawk mm-hmm. Down that way. Uh, again the raid go watch it awesome movie dread same thing dread's good These so are these are read? yeah yeah uh, yeah they're right so th- those are those are alternative ways to think about it. anything where you are trying to go in to do the thing is technically kind of heisty
0: mm-hmm. Absolutely That's a, that's what I mean you got to like be a little more creative as I I have heard that game so many times go in steal McGuffin. like uh yeah, that's boring. No, I don't want. I want something different. I want, you know, something cool, something different, something unexpected. Not just the same old go into corp, get McGuffin. I
1: think it's a great place to start. Write down the it most is. boring heist you can think of.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
1: then purposely change everything. Who gave mm-hmm. me this job? Make that person interesting and cool mm-hmm. and 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 flashy. Something interesting about them. Where is that? Is it the bank? No, it's Fort Knox and uh you know how are we getting in uh basically like every, everything that you can think of that is the most boring way possible do the opposite of that and then you have to keep doing that yeah that's creative that's 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 the you know mm-hmm. <laughs> that's kind of the job you know sorry
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. and it can be it doesn't have to I, I know a lot of people use the word macguffin because they like i don't want to think of anything high tech or something okay fine you know or i don't want to have something that the team is going to want to keep that's technology related okay fine ash who was in uh call of cthulhu i heard him do a game listen to him run a game where he had the item that they needed to steal was like the final film print in existence of this old disney movie
1: oh my god people are reading my mind or i'm reading one or the other i wanted to steal steamboat willie the first like the first frame of steamboat willie doing little tap his foot do do steal that (laughs) you know
0: yeah Break into this amusement park where it's housed in, you know, in their offices or in their museum and get it. Yes. I wrote that because down it was on a my note. It was a film buff that just wanted it. Like That's perfect.
1: That's a perfect height.
0: It's perfect. That's a great height. Do it. That's fun. It's unexpected. It's different. And it's great because your team isn't going to want to keep it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. They're not going to want to keep it. But can Everything they get the into trouble? Yes.
1: The the guy hiring you is interesting. Make him a weird mm-hmm. film buff. Like when you go in, you can paint that scenery to evoke that imagery. They've got a bunch of stuff from the old Hollywood days: posters of of Marilyn Monroe, of oh god, the guy who played the guy from Dragnet, Jackie his name was, uh, you know, the the old Robin Hood movies, mm-hmm. whatever. And, and you have and you hear the old like the, the old style projector with the click, click 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 as it's, you know, clicking the film, you know, a, the actual film with little like notches on the side. Mm-hmm. Paint that picture. You have a cool person who's bringing you into this heist. Neat. You have a cool setting, of theme park to the hell to the yes. What are you stealing? A bunch of money? No. Still, the first ever film of you know Anastasia or something, whatever the master print was. These are things which will bring so much life to your game. That's what we're trying to get you guys to do. What we're talking about.
0: Yeah, and and Psychotron said uh, he's listening right now, and he said he's run a game where the theft was. They had to steal Eddie Van Halen's original Frankenstein guitar. That's wrong. What? No, nope.
1: <laughs> That's, <good>. that's legal. <laughs> don't steal Eddie Van Halen.
0: But it is, you know. Brett, uh, that's awesome. You don't awesome. have to think high tech. Think of things now that in the future we would be nostalgic for. People want to steal. Do that.
1: Hell yes. You know. And it's great. I, mean, it's- I don't know who contracted the heist to happen. Presumably whoever runs Hard Rock Cafe in the future. <laughs> Uh you know, but, yeah, yeah, that's a cool eye. Yeah, the, the 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 guitar of Eddie Van Halen or whatever. You know Slash's hat. I don't know.
0: <gasps> Slash's hat.
1: <coughs> palpitations. <laughs> <laughs> I need my nitroglycerin pills.
0: Yeah, so I I think I would love to hear how creative people are getting and I know you're tweeting out there, so maybe if uh if you can kind of put a, a call out to see what people have come up for their heist items uh, I, I did
1: today you'll be proud of your social media manager now i did post it incorrectly and i'm like awesome. i'm gonna edit it and then you can't edit it so i deleted the tweet but mm-hmm. it actually deleted the tweet i made from like two weeks ago so that wasn't my bad but then i posted the new tweet that i meant to post correctly so Good i'm job. gonna call that a point 0.5 win that's a point 0.5 so i was like yeah, yeah. what's the heist you guys are into and i want to hear that anyone listening to this I would love to hear your heist ideas. Mm -hmm. We're going to find somewhere to post them. We're going to make them public. Mm -hmm. And that may go somewhere. We'll see. But the point is, I want to see your cool heist ideas. I'd love to see cool heist uh, initiators. Who is the person? Like, like, don't just say, I love a good heist. Don't get Mm -hmm. me wrong. All about it. Tell me some just interesting people. The kind of people who would have you go out and get on a heist. And third, the kind of thing you would steal. Those are the big three. Who's, t- 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 you know, give me a cool character who's going to be making us do the thing. Give me somewhere cool to go to steal something and give me something cool and weird and idiosyncratic to steal.
0: Yeah, no, uh, when this gets released on Friday, I hope to, uh, I'm sure we'll have a lot of people on the Without a Net server talking about crime ideas. And I hope to hear more from other people. So yeah, when if we get any really good ones... We'll, we'll do them in real life. <laughs> we'll, if we get a bunch, like if we get a bunch of responses, God willing, then we'll make another list. Which Hell ones yeah. were our favorite?
1: I'm so, down. So, so yeah, engagement. Too. You listen engagement. to the podcast. We'll see do the thing.
0: We'll see what happens. But I would, I would love to, to know. But I think that that's. I'm sure we could talk even longer. But I think that's.
1: I know I could. I feel like. I, could.
0: <laughs> I love crime again. I love crime. By the way. So, I remember I was taking that, that course. I had to get up like at five o'clock in the morning on Mondays to attend a training course that was taking place in Hong Kong.
1: Yes. Well, it was Hong Kong. But yes. The it rest was of it Kong. was Hong Kong. That's why I had
0: to get up so early because it was Hong Kong PM time and I had to be up in the morning because ah. hours of difference. And I finished the, the course and then I had to take that exam. Well, I took the exam and I passed it. Woo! I am now a certified anti-money laundering specialist.
1: She's against crime, people. She's down. <laughs> Here we are just trying to steal things that don't belong to us at the detriment of other people's to our own benefit. And she is making that more difficult to obscure from federal regulation.
0: I love crime. I love thinking about crime. <laughs> it's great. I love it. It's wonderful. Yeah.
1: Well, at least so, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm keeping it right in trucking where the secret ingredient is fraud. No, I'm kidding. Please don't. <laughs> The li- button. <laughs> uh. <laughs> <sighs>
0: yes, thank you, Zaggatron. Thank you very much. But yeah, everyone, uh, thanks for listening to another episode. As always, Cotton, it's very fun. Uh, it's great. To in- listen to you and your thoughts.
1: <laughs> it did. I had a great time. This was super fun.
0: We should do it again. Hmm. <laughs> Probably in about two weeks.
1: But indeed, indeed. Okay. <laughs>
0: unless, I'll, give, I'll, I'll have, my you don't have power your people.
1: Again. <laughs> yeah, unless we're the 8,000 trees overhanging all of my power lines just have to go down.
0: <laughs> uh, let's hope the South doesn't endure another catastrophe.
1: Sherman's <laughs> <Well, laughs> not coming back from the dead, so that, <laughs> that's good.
0: <laughs> all right. Good night, everyone.
1: Good night.